Welcome to the latest podcast from Greyfriars Church in Reading. Our vision is to see Reading transformed by the love and power of Jesus. You can find out more on our website, greyfriars.org.uk. Enjoy. This year is a big year for David Walker. Yes, I reach half a century. Thank you so much. Uh, The reason I mention that is uh, it's an introduction to what I'm about to say. Um, So my, well, let's say, shall we, Liz, one of my favorite TV programs to watch is The Repair Shop. (laughs) Now you understand why I explained my age before I said that. Uh, Thank you for the four people who share my passion. Um, If you've never watched The Repair Shop, uh, it's... It's a program where uh, people will bring in family heirlooms and they're often clocks or toys or dolls that have been passed down the family line and they're broken and worn out and they've just been used over the years. And they're brought into this repair shop where there is a small but very highly skilled group of people who repair them. And um, I love this program for a few reasons. One, because I'm totally in awe of people who have these skills to be able to repair intricate items. Another reason why, Derek G, you are an amazing man. We're going to embarrass you, but sorry. Um, So I love the programme for the skill of those and many of you who've got these gifts. Um, But I also love it for the reaction that you see on the faces of the guests when they come back and their, their item has been restored and repaired. And they're often quite emotional because it brings back all the memories of their parent or grandparent or great-grandparent. But I also love it because I think this programme, and I, I, you know, bear in mind I am a vicar, so I would say this, but I try and view most things through God's eyes. This programme speaks of something of God, of salvation, of restoration, of repair and renewal. And over the last three weeks, if you've been here, you would know that we have been working through a series looking at the theme in Scripture of rivers of living water. So we started with Ezekiel and his vision of water in the temple, speaking of new life. And then we looked last week at John 7, Jesus' words, when he stood up in the temple and said that he, Jesus, is the source of living water which is the Holy Spirit, poured out on the day of Pentecost. And then here we are, Phil's just read to us those final words in Revelation chapter 22. And here we see another river, the river of the water of life. There's trees in this reading, there's um, a city, there's food, there's the throne of God. We read that there's no sun or moon And you may be thinking, what is all of this about? Well, I want to take you right back to the beginning of the Bible. Now, children, uh, anyone under 10, I have a question for you now. Please help me. Don't hang me out to dry here. Um, Can anyone remember, children, what we read the very beginning of the Bible in Genesis chapter 1? What? Can you remember anything about the beginning of the Bible? Here we go. So let's just be quiet for a minute as we listen. I don't know if my... Can I pass it down? Is that all right? God said, let there be light. 
Very good. Anything else? Anyone else? Any other children remember anything from the beginning of the Bible? Oh, yes. Um, the God made the world. Yes, brilliant. God made the world. Anything else? We're on a roll now. God made Adam and Eve. Brilliant. And do any of you remember where Adam and Eve were when God made them? Where did God put them? One back here? Is that... I'm not wrong. Is that... The Garden of Eden. Yes. Well done. Brilliant. So God created the heavens and the earth. He created humanity. And he put Adam and Eve in the Garden of Eden. And we need to think about the Garden of Eden as we look at these words in Revelation 22, because, of course, there was a river in the Garden of Eden. There were trees lining the river. But what we read is that humanity, Adam and Eve, disobeyed God. And so God put them out of the Garden of Eden and out of the presence of God. But Jesus came to this earth to rescue humanity and all creation that is the good news, and he began this process of breathing new life back into his creation to repair it, and God did that through the life and the death and the resurrection of Jesus, bringing in the kingdom of heaven here on this earth, and Jesus then promises the Holy Spirit, which he says in John 7, are like rivers of living water, the Holy Spirit in his people empowering, renewing, and restoring God's creation. So we read through the Bible about this theme of rivers of water. And we know that rivers are vital to human existence. We survive because we drink from rivers, we use rivers for transport, and many people eat fish out of rivers. We need to look after them. Here in Reading, we've got a number of rivers. We've got the Thames and the Kennet and the Loddon. We've even got the Holy Brook that flows right under the centre of our town. And that uh, reminds me that um, our new church centre, after 20 years of praying and planning and preparing, the church centre... Wow, everyone's really listening now. No one was interested in the bit before, but did, did he say the church centre? <laughs> it's nearly ready. And I want you to tell your friends that next week, the 11th of June, after the morning service and before the 11.30 service, so in between the services in the morning, we're going to invite you to come into the centre and to have a look at it and to pray for all that God's going to do through it. So please come next week. And the reason I mention that is because as we prayed about this building, we feel that the theme that God wants us to have in this new centre is the Holy Spirit, rivers of living water. And so you'll see through the centre this theme of rivers of living water. And here at the end of Revelation, chapter 22, there is another river. But it looks very different in some ways to the Garden of Eden and in some ways similar. So we read in Revelation 22 about a river of life, trees of life. But this isn't a garden like Eden, because what we read about is a, 
is a description of a city, a new Jerusalem. This is a garden city. And at the center of it is the throne of God and the Lamb, that is Jesus. And God is showing us what his creation will look like when Jesus returns at the end of time, when it will be remade, repaired, and recreated. The Bible says in Revelation 21 that there will be a new heaven and earth. But in the original language, the Greek, that word new would have translated more as like new. So think of the repair shop when someone goes back to get their item. They look at it and they're often very emotional and they'll look at it and say, it's amazing, it looks like new. And this is the sense of what we read in Revelation, that God will renew and repair everything in this earth. And so God is going to take all the bits of this world that are broken, that don't fit well together, that have been messed up by humans, and he will make it like new. You know, like these models, he will take the bits that look like they're worth nothing, and he will create something beautiful out of them. Now, in some ways, this garden that we read about in Revelation is like Eden because there's a river, there's trees, there's no sin, there's no evil. But in other ways, it's very different. We read that there's no sun or moon because the glory of God will shine down upon the renewed heavens and earth in such a way that there's no need for the sun or the moon. And we will be with Christ forever. And as we wait for that day, and I'm going to finish with this, as we wait for that day, you and I, all of us, all you children and adults are called temples of the Holy Spirit. Each one of you are walking, talking, praying, worshipping temples, presence of the living God here on this earth to help bring in the kingdom of God. Christ in you, the hope of glory. And you are called to be part of God's repair work for this world. And one of the ways that we can do that is through praying. And that's what we're going to do now. We're going to respond together in prayer. And so what we've got is um, Thea Green and her wonderful team have cut up a lot of leaves and as you take one of these, I want you to think about that tr tree of life that we read about in Revelation. And on some of these leaves, there's some words written, Matthew 10, a bit of the Lord's Prayer. But some of them have got nothing on them. And you could just write on them. There's pens at the back of church if you want them. But I want to invite you to, to think for a minute. And we're going to pray for God's world. And it might be for a country. You might want to pray for India this morning following that train crash. You might want to pray for a nation that you have come from. Last week we heard all these different languages, which is amazing, that represent God's church here at Greyfriars. You might want to pray for your home country, for a friend or a family member who needs God in their lives. That God would come, his kingdom would come, and that he would bring that recreation and repair to whatever it is you're praying for. Does that make sense? So we've got a box of these at the front that I'll put down here. Dan's got a box at the back. 
So you can go forwards or backwards. Take a, a leaf, you can rummage around. There are some different words on them, as I said. And we're just going to have five minutes or so where you can pray with your family. If you've come with a family, um, you can pray with some, a friend. You could pray on your own if you want to. Just shut your eyes and, and just pray on your own. But let's pray for God's renewing power by his Holy Spirit to come and fill this earth. So uh, I'm going to say a short prayer, and then I just invite you to come forwards or backwards, uh, take a leaf, and pray. So let's, uh, let's just be still for a minute and commit this response to God and ask for him to come and be with us. Lord, we want to thank you that you have so much love for this world that you sent your one and only son, Jesus, to come, to live, to die, to rise again, and that the promise is that Jesus will return. And on that day, every knee will bow, every tongue confess that Jesus Christ is Lord. And we want to join with you now, Lord, at the right hand of the Father, praying for this world, for countries, for people, for situations, for those areas of brokenness. Lord, that you would come and bring your kingdom to this earth. Your kingdom come, your will be done. And so guide us by your spirit, lead us and fill us with faith as we pray to you now in the name of Jesus. Amen.